In this episode, we're going to look at how to configure trunks. I'll show you how to do it and we'll talk about the concepts along the way. Trunks are required to pass VLAN information between switches. A port on a switch is either an access port or a trunk port. Access ports carry traffic from a specific VLAN assigned to the port. A trunk port by default is a member of all VLANs. Therefore, it carries traffic from all VLANs. We're going to focus on creating trunk ports and assigning them to a native VLAN other than the default VLAN. We'll be discussing how to verify our VLANs and then configure trunks. Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. This episode is part of my series on configuration examples for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. Configure trunks. I have the packet tracer lab open. On the left side, I have the main packet tracer window where we see our topology, where we do our configurations. On the right side, I have our instructions. The bottom right is the normal packet tracer window or packet tracer activity window that opens up when you open up your packet tracer file. In the upper right, I have the Word document of those instructions from that packet tracer activity window below. I use the Word document because there's a couple questions in here we need to answer. And the Word document allows me to enter my answer in and save my answers. We have our addressing table. We can see that all the PCs have been assigned an IP address, subnet mask, what switches and ports they're connected into, and then also what VLANs. We can get all that information from our addressing table. Our objectives in the lab, first part, we're gonna verify VLANs. Second part is we're going to configure the trunks. Trunks are required to pass VLAN information between switches. If we look at our topology right here, between switch one and switch two and switch one and switch three, to pass multiple VLANs worth of information, we have to set those up as trunks, those handle that. If they're an access port, they will only pass one VLAN of information across. It's whatever VLAN they belong to. All the other VLANs, no information will get passed through there. Part one, verify our VLANs. Display the current VLANs. On S1, issue the command that will display all VLANs configured. There should be 10 VLANs in total. Notice that all 26 access ports on the switch are assigned to the default VLAN. I'm gonna go up here, click on S1. I make the window a little bit bigger going right to left. Hit enter. We are in user exec mode. Type in enable to get into privilege exec mode. We can tell we're now in privilege exec mode because we now have the pound sign, the hashtag. I typically refer to it as the waffle sign. We can go ahead and enter in our command here to list out our VLANs. I like to use the show VLAN brief command that lists this out. It, we should have a total of 10 VLANs. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. As we look at these VLANs here, remember VLAN 1, VLAN 1002, 1003, 1004, 1005, those are created by default. You can't delete them, you can't rename them, and basically the thousands aren't used anymore. That's all for legacy technologies. VLAN 1 is the default one. You want to move all of your stuff in a production environment out of VLAN 1. It is a security risk if you keep everything in the default VLAN. 
Okay, so we, we have now seen that we do have our 10 VLANs. On switch, in, switch 2 and 3, display and verify VLANs are configured. And ports are configured according to the addressing table. Up here on the addressing table, we are looking at for the switch ports here. I'm going to make sure they're in the right VLANs. I'm going to go ahead and minimize S1 window. Open up S2. Drag it over, make it a little bit bigger, going right and left. Hit enter, type enable, get into privilege exec mode, and then show VLAN brief. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten VLANs. That's what we should have. And then we need to make sure that on switch two, fast Ethernet 11's on VLAN 10. VLAN 10, we have fast Ethernet 11. VLAN 20 has fast Ethernet 18. VLAN 20 has fast Ethernet 18. And VLAN 30 has fast Ethernet 06. VLAN 30 has fast Ethernet 06. This all looks good. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize this. We're gonna look at switch three quickly. Pulling it up here, make it a little bit wider. Hit enter, type enable, and then show VLAN brief. Here's our information. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten VLANs. That all looks good. Then we need to make sure VLAN 10 on switch three has port 11 in it. VLAN 10 has port 11. VLAN 20 has port 18. VLAN 20 has port 18. And finally, verify that VLAN 30 has port 6. VLAN 30 has port 6. This all looks good. We're able to confirm our information. On to part one, step two. Verify loss of connectivity between the PCs on the same network. Ping between hosts on the same VLAN on different switches. Although PC1 and PC4 are on the same VLAN, they cannot ping one another. Okay, I'm gonna go ahead and click on PC1. On the desktop tab, I open up the command prompt. I'm going to type in ping and then I'm going to ping from PC1 to PC4. Here is PC4's IP address. 172.17.10.24. And we should verify that we have a loss of connectivity in this lab. We have one failure. I guess it could be doing the ARP request. Two failures, I've seen it where maybe it does take two failures to get your ARP done. But if we see three, usually it's going to fail. And if we get our fourth one, yep, we're going to say it definitely fails. And what we're doing here is we're going from PC1 here to PC4. We were pinging those two PCs going through the network. They're both in VLAN 10. They both have the correct network addresses on them. They should be able to communicate. Now, the reason we have the loss of connectivity, this is because the ports connecting the switches are assigned to VLAN 1 by default. In order to provide connectivity between the PCs on the same network and VLAN, trunks must be configured. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and minimize this. What I'm going to do is I'm going to click on S2, and I'm just going to verify that. And they said the connections between the switches are in VLAN 1. If we look at our diagram here, from switch two, gig zero one connects into switch one. And so on switch two, let's look at where gig zero one is at. Gig zero one 
is right here, and that is in VLAN 1 right here. It is assigned as an access port in VLAN 1. That's the default configuration. We need to go in and change that into trunks. I hope you're liking this episode on practical configuration examples. Leave a comment on what you think about these configuration examples. If you still have a question or comment, please let me know below. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. On to part two, configure trunking on S1 and use VLAN 99 as the native VLAN. Once again, native VLAN is for legacy equipment that does not support VLAN tagging, or if it comes in through a hub. Hubs do not support 802.1Q VLAN tagging also. If, if a frame comes in and does not have the ability to be tagged, Maybe it's a legacy equipment or, or a really old network interface card. It does not support that. If it doesn't support that, it puts it into the native VLAN. Uh, so configure gig zero one and gig zero two for trunking. And once again, we are on switch one. I'm going to click on switch one. We need to get into global configuration mode. Config T at this point in time, we can now use our range command because we're going to do gig one, gig two at the same time, and they're going to get the exact same commands. And our command here is interface range. And then the first one here is G zero slash one. And then you put a space dash space, and then you put what the ending port number is. You don't put what plane it's on. You just put that last number. Here we'll put two because we're taking care of gig zero one and gig zero two at the same time. Hit enter. Notice our prompt. We are now doing a range of interfaces that we are configuring. It says range right there in our prompt. Change it, change that port, change those two ports into a trunk. It's switch port. And then changing that mode into trunk. I spell switch port correctly. And notice the line protocol went down, then up on gig zero one, and on gig zero two, the line went down and then back up. Because we went from an access port to a switch port, it has to take it down, make the change, and then bring it back up. Next step here, step one B is configure VLAN 99 as our D or as our native VLAN, that is for untagged frames to go into. If the frame doesn't have a tag, it's going to go into VLAN 99. Hit enter to get some clean working area. We are still in our range of interfaces here. And the command here is, once again, we're dealing with some switch port settings. So it's switch port, trunk, because it is a trunk port, instead of an access port. And then we want to set our native VLAN to 99. Native VLAN 99. No news is good news from Cisco. The lines didn't have to go up and down so we won't get any system update messages. We didn't say get an error that we did a typo. So we're assuming it worked good. I'm gonna exit out exit out and as we sit here we're going to look here the trunk port takes a short time to become 
active due to the spanning tree protocol. Click fast forward to speed this process. After the ports become active, you will periodically receive the following messages. Native VLAN mismatch. And right here we see that native VLAN mismatch on gig 01 and native VLAN mismatch on gig 02. What we did here is configured the native VLAN to 99. The default is VLAN 1. We configured S1, that, that side of the connection, the native VLAN is 99. On the other end, we haven't done any configuration there. And so the native VLAN is still in the default setting of VLAN 1. And that's where we're getting that mismatch in here. And if we actually read the error message completely, native VLAN mismatch, native VLAN mismatch discovered on our gigabit ethernet 01 is our 99. So we just set this 99 right here. We just set this 99 right here with switch two gig ethernet 01. And once again, we're on switch one. So on switch two, they're saying their native VLAN is one. And that's what we're getting here. Although you have a native VLAN mismatch, pings between PCs on the same VLAN are now successful. Well, why is that? Well, let's go ahead and let's try that ping. Open up PC one. I'm gonna ping PC4, once again, PC4 is 172.17.10.24. Ping, 172.17.10.24. And it's working. It's successfully pinged. Now, why did that happen? Well, remember, there is the DTP, the Dynamic Trunking Protocol. It's a Cisco proprietary protocol that tries to negotiate ports to work with each other. And we set one side as a trunk on switch one. The other side was set to DTP to negotiate to whatever make that connection worked when it when that port went down and brought up dtp on switch two and three the 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 far end of that connection kicked in and it went through the negotiation process because switch one was set as a trunk we now negotiated a trunk connection and that's how we got that trunk connection between our devices that's how we're able to ping there and that gives us our answer here pings are sick successful because trunking has been established on S1. And now let's explain why, because that's what we're, we're looking for. Dynamic trunking protocol or DTP as short has automatically negotiated the other side of the trunk lines in this case S2 and S3 have now configured the ports attached 
to S1 as trunking ports. And there's our answer. On to part two, step two. Verify trunking is enabled on S2 and S3. On S2 and S3, this is the show interface trunk command to confirm that DTP has successfully negotiated the connection. The output also displays information about the trunking interfaces on S2 and S3. You will learn more about DTP later in the course. Yes, right now DTP, we just accept it's negotiating those trunk, trunk connections. Later on, we're gonna get into how DTP actually works. Let's go ahead and open up switch two right here. Log in here, enable, get into privilege exec mode, and let's put that show interface trunk command in there. Here's the output. We can see several pieces of information. We can see that gig zero one is set to an auto mode, and that meant auto negotiation. We're using encapsulation of 802.1Q, and we are currently a status trunk. And right here is our native VLAN of one. That's where we're getting this native VLAN mismatch. On port information on gig zero one, the allowed VLANs across that trunk are one to 1,055. So any VLAN between one and 1,005 can go across there. VLANs allowed and active in the management domain are 1, 10, 30, 88, and 99. VLANs in the spanning tree forward state here are 10, 20, 30, and 88. Which active VLANs are allowed to cross the trunk line? That would be these right here. That is, that are allowed and active, and they're looking for the active VLAN. Our answer here is, 1, 10, 20, 30, 88, and 99. Make it look correct. Takes care of step two. On to step three. Cor correct the native VLAN mismatch. Configure VLAN 99 as the native VLAN for the appropriate interfaces on S2 and S3. Well, we're on S2 right here. Our native mismatch VLAN here is on gig 01. Let's go ahead and go into gig 01 and change it from R1 or VLAN 1 to VLAN 99. Go into global configuration mode. Go into the interface here of gig zero slash one. Now we go ahead and change that to our native VLAN. We're dealing with the switch port setting. So we start off with switch port. It is a trunk. And then what we want is the native VLAN to 99. Set the native VLAN to 99. And then when we enter that in, notice we now are unblocking this. We are consistency has been restored. That, that's a good thing. We want that to happen. 
unblocking Giganet, gigabit ethernet zero because we had that vlan mismatch they're basically looking at sending hey we're we're not going to allow a whole lot of information across there your pings will work you can do some other stuff but we're going to block some stuff and now that we've got this consistency we're going to unblock everything and so that takes care of switch two gonna go ahead and minimize it get into switch three privilege exec mode global configuration mode go into the interface here that's giving us a problem that would be gig zero two right here interface gig zero slash two and then we need to change that switch port to native vlan of 99 that is a switch port okay let's spell it correctly switch port trunk and then native vlan 99 notice that we are going unblocking there also Verify configurations on S2 and S3. It's use the show interface interface command. And basically what we do is put gig zero one in here. Command to verify that the native VLAN is set. I'm gonna go ahead and minimize S3, open up S2. Exit out, get us into privilege exec mode, exit a second time, then enter in show interface. We were having issues with our gig zero one interface right there. G zero slash one. And then we want the switch port information. Hit the space bar because it said more. Here's all of the information about our gig zero one about the switch port. Verify native VLAN is 99. Right here, trunking native mode VLAN is 99. That's good. I'm gonna minimize this, open up switch three. Enter in our show interfaces. What interface were we dealing with? We were dealing with interface G02, G02. And then we want the switch port information. Here we have our trunking native mode of vlan 99 we've confirmed that use the show vlan command to display information regarding the vlans i'm going to go ahead minimize three open up switch two and enter in show vlans nope there's no s on there it's just show vlan here's our information hit the space bar display all the information let's scroll up a little bit Question, why is gig zero one on S2 no longer assigned to VLAN one? Here's VLAN one. VLAN one used to have right in here, gig zero one. It is no longer there. It's no longer listed anywhere. Why is that? This here, we're looking at VLAN information. What ports are assigned to what VLAN? Gig zero one is now a trunk port. Gig01 is a trunk port handling all VLANs worth of information. And so it's no longer an access port. The, these ports right here are access ports. If you're a trunk port, you do not get listed here when you do a show VLAN. You do not get listed. You are not associated with any one particular VLAN. You are a trunk port. You're responsible for handling all the VLANs worth of information.
And that gives us our answer here. Port G0 slash 1 is a trunk port. And trunk ports are not displayed. And that takes care of our last question. That was Packet Tracer Lab 3.4.5 Configure Trunks. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuration examples. If you liked this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on practical configuration examples for the CCNA. I've created four wonderful playlists for you on the CCNA. These episodes, I go through all the concepts that Cisco calls out for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.